your positive, positive, positive imprint. 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 Stories are everywhere. People and their positive action inspire positive achievements. Your PI could mean the world to you. Get ready for your positive imprint. I share a special bond with my rescue dog, Maka. She is a family member who shares time, vacations, and our home with us. Maka I love dearly, and Mike and I are responsible for her well-being. My guest today crosses international borders to rescue animals out of facilities and out of not-so-great situations. He and his team of two others developed a board game for you to play and to also support animal welfare organizations worldwide. Listen to this sound. Did you recognize it? (laughs) Well, I have super happy memories of playing board games with my siblings and friends. I can hear that sound and it just brings back the memories. Well, Alex Liu loves board games, but this one, Dogs Bond, he has an emotional capital invested in it. He's passionate about the success of Dogs Bond board game because he wants animals to find their forever happy home. Alex Liu, thank you so much for joining me here on Your Positive Imprint. Thank you so much, Catherine. It's really great to be here. I'm super excited to talk to you. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I want to just get started on how you came up with this idea, Dogs Bond Game. Absolutely. Dogs Bond is a board game about rescue dogs finding their forever homes. It came together <laughs> It came together because I do a lot of work with and volunteer with local rescue and because I'm not very shy, I talk to everyone <laughs> and so they'll put me in front of an adoption fair adoption day. I'll ask the question, you know, what has been your thought process? around becoming a responsible dog owner. What does it mean to you to change your life to be a good dog parent? And sometimes that's the first time a family or a child has really thought about it. They may have seen a dog on TV or a movie and just think, oh, well, that's just going to be how it is. But when you're rescuing a dog, there are oftentimes pre-existing conditions and experiences that you know come with their own sets of challenges, but also to their joys. And that was something that I really felt needed to be built into our collective consciousness and to your show, a positive change to the way that we have the conversation about rescue and adoption. And I'm a big board game fan, big board game lover. And for me, many of my memories growing up are of myself and my family playing board games together, building those real memories and, and bonds of both friendship love and antagonism. And these are the stories that I still tell at holiday dinners, at birthdays, where we laugh and cry laugh about something that happened. When I think about my nephews and nieces now, that there's so many distractions with a cell phone and with the screen time, that how do we build those relationships, those bonds with each other across generations? And Dog's Bond was my answer to both of these challenges. That is so amazing. And I so agree with you. Wow. Well, that is phenomenal. And I love so many of these things that you're saying and the transformation that a person goes through when they adopt a dog. And in this case, we're talking Mm -hmm. dogs, but you can adopt cats, dogs, horses, 
pot belly pigs. That, yeah, yep, exactly. so birds, yeah. And in the beginning, you heard the little life little game that I had in the introduction, the little spinner. Well, when I hear that sound, I always remember us sitting around the game life and spinning that thing. And sometimes us kids would spin it mm -hmm. and then it, you know, has these colors and we would try to make it rise and then it would just go plop right back in down to the bottom. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> Well, you mentioned something that definitely those types of games really resound in us, memories. Sometimes we were learning to count money in the games, and in some of the games, there were many times of family bonding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and aside from you playing board games as a child and just loving the memories, what other mm -hmm. type of background do you have that would help you to build a board game and all of the marketing and pieces mm -hmm. that go with it? Sure. So my day job is I do independent management consulting for uh, big technology firms here in the uh, San Francisco, Bay Area, Silicon Valley. Companies like Cisco, eBay, PayPal, those are my clients. And my day job is I'm a project manager focusing on mergers and acquisitions. Boring. No, I'm kidding. It is very fulfilling. But what I what I found here was that my skill set around developing timelines, around leveraging and finding the right team of, for me, many times it's engineers or facilities managers, and they work together to complete a project, bring a team, an organization online. And I really wanted to try my hand at product management, something that could be a tangible kit, a tangible piece that would go out into the world and for our project, since we are a mission-driven project, be a, a fundraising tool for animal rescue anywhere in the world. Because I know for me, finding time to give back is often challenging because there's so many great organizations, so many wonderful people that you want to work with and connect with, but you've only got so much time on that Saturday when you can donate your time. You can always do your, donate your money. That's easy, but donating your time. And so I wanted to try to figure out a way where I could almost replicate myself and duplicate myself because many rescues will ask me, Alex, you were great at talking this up or speaking to this you know, group or event or managing this and that. Can you do it again? I'm only one person. So that was a really big uh, catalyst for me to try to create this game. And I used what skills that I have in the corporate world to apply them towards this board game. And many of those skills apply, right? Perseverance, communication, vision, strategy, timeline, resource management, budgeting, and all those things really do come together. But there are many things that, that I had to explore, that I had to learn on the path. And uh, certainly things like working directly with talented illustrator and uh, graphic designer, Sarah and Kiki, who I'm very pleased and proud to have as my partners in this project. I had to learn to speak a new language about art, about what is the goal of the art? What are the emotions we want to evoke in our players and people who are just passing by, walking past this box on a shelf at a store or in a virtual store? How do we make it interesting for folks? Why are they going to look at Dog's Bond? And so these kinds of questions and challenges are what we as a team really collaborated and, and took on. And now we've been successful. We did it through Kickstarter, which is a crowdfunding platform. 
and we raised over $20,000 there, and we've since raised another $10,000, so $30,000 to make this board game come to life, and of course, spread that positive message around dog adoption and responsible dog ownership, because our game asks players to take on the role of a rescue dog, and once you've played through that game, once you've experienced, you know, kind of metaphorically what it's like to be a rescue dog, just being the best dog you can be trying to match with these humans, a lot of empathy comes in, a lot of compassion comes into the conversation and delighting us certainly both in person and in virtual play tests and demos. After playing the game, someone's always going to tell me about their dog or their rescue or how rescue impacted their life in a positive way. And that to me is how you really get to talk to people because they open up their soul. And these kinds of conversations are the ones that are going to stick with you. I don't care about the, the funny meme with the funny caption. That's not how we're building a bond. That's not how we're building a true friend. So that's what I think board games do and of course what dogs do. Wow, I love those type conversations and obviously you want to make some money at this, but what you're really wanting to do is to take your positive imprint and as you said, turn it into a positive <laughs> imprint. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and for the relationships between dog and human to build and for mm -hmm. people to have their heart and to be good dog parents, I think well, oh, look, I don't know if you can see her, but she just walked in, Hello. my rescue dog. Hi, puppy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's my little rescue dog, Maka. She rescued us. And when we went to the dog shelter to adopt her, she saw my husband and she came over and put her cute little darling Australian cattle dog head in between his legs and looked up at him. <laughs> and we said, oh, my gosh, we That's have it. to adopt right. her into the That's family. It. It's, yep, it's, oh, you, you've been chosen, right? So, For yeah, sure. exactly, exactly. And I think that these kinds of stories are what you do experience through the game. And then also come out when you're at the game table having a great conversation and, again, learning and bonding with one another. And that's important. And learning and bonding. And we have certainly bonded. Well, this <laughs> is Maka. So her name is Maka. Mele Kaliki Maka is her full name if you talk ah. about birth certificates, <laughs> adoption certificates. And yes, I do sing the song to her every day. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> but her name is Maka, and she is 15 Maka. now. I love it. Wow, senior dog. Yeah, my wife's dog Smudge, who's a Jack Russell Terrier, also a rescue. He is 14. And he's he's got a little bit of that like senior senior dog hitch and stuff, and we're learning how to care for a senior dog. But also too, he still loves to play ball. He'll still come up to you and just jump on you. So yeah, it's it's great. Love love these dogs. And that was really too what got me inspired was I've had more experience with dogs, and so that made it a much more genuine and authentic way to build in the characters and characteristics in the in the game because I had experience with them. I would say actually for this project, the number one question is, how come the game's not about cats? Delightfully so, but I just didn't have as much experience with cats. Our plan is once this game takes off, dogs bond, the bond system will be kind of the baseline so that you know what you're getting into when you talk about board games, right? So if I said, hey, Catherine, let's sit down and play, I don't know, Star Wars Clue or Sesame Street Monopoly, you know what we're getting into because I said the game name and the system name. 
Similarly, bond, I hope, will be synonymous with passion projects, doing good work, improving the lives of animals, and whether you're picking up dog's bond or cat's bond, you kind of know what you're getting into. Yeah, and improving the lives of animals is certainly, well, that is commendable. And that is something, obviously, that is international. So tell me, have you learned much about some of how the rescue, the dog rescue, uh, animal rescue is in general in other countries? Absolutely, 100%. So one of the things that fascinated me as I was doing the research for the game is that rescue is done the same way in most countries. You'll have a municipal, maybe animal control, tax-funded shelter system, essentially what we used to call the pound. and then you have these volunteer run mostly out of people's homes maybe they've raised enough funds to have a facility but yeah a lot of times it's people with huge hearts who say you know what we're going to rescue these animals and we're going to rescue them out of those facilities out of those situations and rescue animals can be there for all manner of different reasons and they just need that second chance at life and that's what these fosters and that's what these rescues are really doing. And it's international. It's done the same way in the US, Canada, the UK, Germany, Japan, Taiwan, Australia, where you've got a, a core group of passionate volunteers who really care for uh, the animals and they administrate, do all that hard work, and then even do some personality kind of training and observation so that they know, hey, this dog is great with kids or maybe not great with kids or great with cats, not great with cats, right? Wants to be a single dog or it wouldn't mind being with a lot. These are these questions that only get discovered through these wonderful organizations that I'm really proud to partner with. And so, yeah, we're, it was just fascinating to learn that it is done exactly the same way across borders. And I think that that's one of the few things that I've ever experienced where it didn't matter what country, language you're working with, if these are big hearted folks out there to find these animals forever homes. Yeah, forever homes. That's truly a key phrase or key words. Mm -hmm. So in your opinion, do you think that the process of caring for dogs that mm -hmm. are abandoned or whatever the case may be, but that they need that forever home, do you think the process needs to change worldwide and become more funded instead of trying to rely on volunteers to go in and work with these animals? I can't remember where I heard it, but it's, it's, a, it's an easy quote that charity is a community's way to make up for a government's gap. It's filling a need. It's fulfilling that, that gap. And most of the time, it's that big heartedness and it causes people to jump into action. And that can happen to that can happen or people have the space in their lives for that sometimes when they're younger or sometimes when they're older right one of the icebreakers that i use at work is what would you do if you didn't have to work for me and many times people will mention oh i'd really love to run a nonprofit contribute to solving some of these challenges that we have in our society today and for me i definitely think that that would be animal rescue if i didn't have to go and go working 9 to well, seven to seven or whatever the case might be, there's a lot of opportunity there and a lot of things that I would like to see done. So yeah, I, it would always be great to get 
funding. That is the item that is maybe in the shortest supply at this moment. And that's, again, why I wanted to create something that I could provide to rescues to leverage in their fundraising, to use annually as a raffle prize or a giveaway or some kind of auction. Use it however you want. I've done some work and would love to provide it out to the world. Oh, man, that is so rad. Well, now let's go to Dogs Bond. By the way, congratulations on your Kickstarter campaign. Thank you. <laughs> and it works. If you have an idea and the public likes your idea, you will get funded. And I think that that's just awesome. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. well, absolutely. So now let's look at Dogs Bond and the actual playing of the game. Sure. What can you share about some of the pictures or maybe the game pieces? Sure, sure. Um, yeah, I'll start off with, you know, some of our, you know, kind of favorite components here, which are, of course... And do any of those pieces look like Maka? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, let's see. Let's see. So we've got... Um, <laughs> we've, we've got... I'll show you what, game, what breeds we do have. And of course, all of these are mixes. But as you have to do with a regular rescue, many rescues have to identify a breed in order for them to be posted to your favorite animal adoption website. You must post a breed. It is a requirement. So the breed, the, uh, the rescue has done their best to try to identify what these mutts are mostly. So there's the Jack Russell, the Pomeranian, a uh, Basset Hound, Labrador, German Shepherd. We have the Border Collie. We have a Golden Retriever and a Boston. Yeah. These dogs, again, are the breeds that I just had had the most experience with. And then actually through our Kickstarter campaign, we were able to unlock two additional dog breeds in here. So there's a total of eight. We would love to expand the types of dogs that we have represented in the game so that we can have additional breeds. Of course, they all have their different superpowers in the game. And uh, we'd be really, really excited about that. Expansion. An expansion pack. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Right. And it works so well because it's the expansion dog pack. And then for us, we also too wanted to make sure that there was a diversity and kind of inclusiveness in our adopters. I didn't want to say, hey, a, a oh, very multicultural. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Didn't want to say an Asian American person, male who works in technology is the best kind of adopter and that's how you get the most <laughs> points. And I and I really felt it was very important for me to be able to share with the community, the board game community, hey, these are people and having that inclusion and representation and diversity in the game, but naturally, right? Uh, right. A lot of games will try to force diversity into the game structure, if you can imagine. And there's certain archetypes that come with it. So if you look at many games, popular games now, um, if you have an Asian character, by and large, they're going to be a small and, and fast character. So if you think short round from Indiana Jones, that's the archetype you're playing with. And if you've got a, an African-American player or, or character, you've got this archetype of, you know, football player, really high in strength, but maybe not high in intelligence. And these are just archetypes that I think don't really need to be the only exposure that we have to the diversity of characters that we have in our society. And when I started the development of the project in 2017, that was very much important to me because I've got 
such a blended family and we would just never see anyone that looked like us in the board games. And so putting that in was really important to me since I was designing the game. Obviously in 2020 and 2021, it's become even more important for us to start to see one another as just, hey, that's a person who loves dogs too. What great, awesome. They're going to rescue a dog just like me. Fantastic. And I think it's the commonalities that we need to find rather than the differences and the otherness that that really excites me about being in the board game you know, industry and, and having that. So yeah. Well, and finding those commonalities and actually going towards that definitely is another part of positive imprints. Because as we all know, we are, and 2020 taught this so well, Mm -hmm. we are citizens of the world and there are no borders when it comes to games or technology or Mm -hmm. podcasts. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. in your expansion pack, I can see an Australian cattle dog breed. (laughs) (laughs) Right. When we get there, and hopefully that'll be soon, I'll call you up and I'll say, okay, what's the special power, right? As an example, I always pick on Smudge because he's my my boy. And so as a Jack Russell, Smudge is always digging in the garbage. It's just how they were bred. What they were born to do is to be root, kind of like working dogs that root out critters or, or whatever pests. And so they're always looking at whatever is in the hole. And so when you open up the garbage can and you throw something in the hole, he immediately wants to know, what did you just throw in there? Let me go see. And if he can, he'll knock over the trash can to you know go root around in it. In the game, the special ability for the Jack Russell Terrier is that they may draw from the discard pile rather than the blind draw pile. So that's my homage to Smudge, that he's always in the garbage and he's always finding the best stuff and he's pulling <laughs> out something. We've got we've got game mechanics where uh, a card may say, oh, you can take another player's card and maybe the Australian cattle dog just says no all the time, right? Just, nope, I'm protected. Nope, I'm protected. That's my special ability, right? So oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I've got a border collie in here too and a Labrador. So yeah. yeah, yeah. If you'd like to adopt eight dogs, I've got them in the box. So. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny, yep. Alex. <laughs> well, you're doing such a great job of bonding and bringing empathy to the game players about a dog's life. But you're also bringing that conversation to the table outside of the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's important. And people might not be in a place to adopt right now, but they can still provide volunteerism. Absolutely. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And after the game is done, you find out who got adopted by whom and you get adopted and and that's really great. And then, of course, we do celebrate every adoption. And so at the end of the game, all players who got adopted, they get to go ahead and turn over their, their dog card and then see oh! how they adopted with, got adopted with They're the uh, adopter. Home. And yeah, yeah, exactly. But oh there you go. Gosh. And so that's, that's the note that we end on. So at the end of the game, you're seeing this and all the other completed successful adoptions that you've gotten in the game. And because we do support animal rescue, every time you play, every copy you buy, you are contributing to animals having that moment in real life. Oh, Alex, that is so amazing. Say that one more time about real life. Yeah, so because every adoption is special, there's a winner based on points, but everyone that does get adopted, you get to turn over the the cards and then see how they matched up in their forever home, right? 
and because of the way that we structured the project as a passion project, mission-driven project, every time you play the game, every time you buy a copy or recommend it to a friend, you are contributing to real-life animals having this exact moment in real life. Wow, this is just so fantastic. Such happiness there. Thank you. Yeah, and we wish that every ending could be as happy as the ending there in Dog's Bond. Yeah. I just I just love this idea with the fact that you are partnering with the organizations that are out there defending these animals mm -hmm. and finding their forever homes and also mm -hmm. fostering them. That's right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so you are immersing yourself in not just the game, but of course, the reality changing, mm -hmm. trying to transform the reality for dogs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, of course, come visit us. We are online and on all of your social media platforms, dogsbondgame.com. And all of our social media handles are Dogs Bond Game, just to make it really easy. And uh, you can kind of get to know me, uh, Sarah, Kiki. It's just a team of three that made this truly come together. And we're working to bring it out. And we hope to be delivering copies to our backers in late summer of 2021, which is coming right up. And if you know of a rescue that might benefit from this project, have them reach out to us, same place, dogsbondgame.com. They can sign up as a rescue. We'll work with them. We do all the packing, the shipping, the ordering. We take care of all of that. All they have to do is tell us that that they are doing good work with, uh, with the animals, and we'll take care of it and handle all the donations. Uh, so there's really no additional work for a lot of these volunteer organizations, because I know that's one of the biggest challenges uh, for them is they're already so strapped for time, strapped for volunteers, strapped for new ideas. That's why we wanted to be able to put this all into a box for them. So yeah, come join us, www.dogsbondgame.com. We would love it if you adopted us to your game table. <laughs> I love that. So Dogs Bond. That's D-O-G-S-B-O-N-D, dogsbondgame.com. So this has just been really interesting, awesome, and inspiring hearing your journey from going from your own board games growing up and feeling the absolute family bonding time and the friends that you bonded with during those games that brought you to this place mm -hmm. that you, yeah, that you wanted to do a game. But then you went further. You went further, you went deeper into the world of positivity. And I mean that in P-O-S-I-T, positivity. <laughs> <laughs> and with positivity, P-A-W-S, <laughs> with your play on words there. But you went deeper and you immersed yourself in joining those organizations that are doing such good worldwide. So we're coming to an end here and you've been extremely inspiring, but are there any last minute inspiring words you'd like to share? Yeah, I think that, you know, this project opened up more doors than I could have possibly imagined. Even being so, so, so thankful to be on a podcast like yours, Catherine. If I hadn't have done this, we wouldn't have nearly as much to talk about. You probably wouldn't ask me about what's it like to be a program management professional <laughs> for a Fortune 500 company. Like it just wouldn't happen, right? But through this project and really I think making sure that it's mission driven 
not a side hustle. And I think that that's a really big distinction. A passion project for me is something that you're doing because you care about the outcomes that can be delivered and, and really help lift up your community, maybe the society. And a side hustle is kind of just, and don't get me wrong, money is a fine motivator for folks, but it's a it's something where you kind of look at it as a way to supplement income. And if it went away, you wouldn't feel an emotional loss. Whereas the passion projects, things that people truly believe in, like rescue, like a board game about rescue dogs, that's really tying it to your own emotional uh, capital and sharing that with the world, which can be very frightening. I mean, talk about being vulnerable on the internet, saying, I have a dream, do you like it? Maybe you support <laughs> us. Very frightening, but do it. I think that a lot of people are willing to help you do good things in the world, in this time and going forwards, I think we all realize how very much we can influence one another and lift each other up or tear each other down. And if you, me, all of us focus on making a positive imprint, then I think that we'll be in a much nicer world to live in. Yes, that would be great. Alex Liu, it has been incredibly wonderful chatting with you and learning about Dogs Bond. <laughs> I can't wait to play the game now. Your work is commendable in providing a positive outcome for dogs to find their forever happy home. Thank you so much for being here on Your Positive Imprint. Thank you, Catherine. Thanks, everyone. Your Positive Imprint. What's your P.I.?